And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop report, and it says harvest is mostly stalled across the grain belt. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the high 7. The low minus 6 with frost. Wind chill minus 5 in the evening and minus 10 overnight. Friday, mainly sunny with a high of 7, the low minus 4. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 9, the low minus 7. Sunday, sunny skies with a high of plus 6, periods of evening snow. Sunday with a low minus 2. Monday, periods of snow or rain, the high 11, the low 0. Partly cloudy, Tuesday, the high 9, the low minus 1. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high forecast plus 7. Normal high is 16 for this time of year. The normal low is plus 1. The sun rose at 6.52. This morning it sets at 6.47 tonight. And around the province we have Estevan 5, Saskatoon 6, Swift Current 5, Weyburn and Yorkton both 6 degrees. In Regina with cloudy skies it's 7, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest 33 gusting to 49. Humidity is 51%, the barometer rising 102.2. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 7 degrees. Winds are from the north, northwest at 34. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 7, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one-stop for great service and a selection of agricultural precision ag and lawn and garden products. Wet and cool weather continues to delay harvest across Saskatchewan. Provincial crop specialist Daphne Cruz is combining is 68% complete, up from 62% last week. The five-year average for this time of year is 64%, so so on par. But that being said, there are uh, places in the province where producers haven't really been able to turn a wheel for three weeks now. And so this rain and cool weather definitely isn't helping to uh, try and, and progress this harvest situation here in the last in the last couple of weeks. How much moisture did we get during the past week? Well, it rained. The north areas in the north got, you know, close to uh, 60 millimeters. Um, of course, there was areas in the south where the majority of the harvest is in, but there's still some crop out there. Some areas that were very dry got, you know, a couple inches. Um, of course, there was up to six inches of snow in some cases, and most of the snow fell um, in the central regions of the province, um, around Kindersley, Davidson, you know, kind of over to Siemens and over in that area towards the Manitoba border. It sounded like it kind of petered off. Once you got further north, there were some uh, areas in the southeast that also uh, reported snow. And so that definitely isn't helping the harvest situation right now. But yeah, rain, it was fairly general all week long, you know, almost every second day for most places. And so not a lot of uh, drying conditions for most places in the province. What areas most advanced? What areas least advanced? 88% is done in the southwest. Southeast has 87% of the crop combined. West Central sitting at 59% of the crop in the bin. East Central is 58%. The Northeast region has 34% combined and the Northwest region has 27% combined. Of the crop that was combined, it sounds like uh, areas in the Northwest were able to go a little bit and some areas in the Southeast that didn't receive as much moisture. But for the most part, it sounds like canola and wheat was worked on, maybe some barley and oats. 
and the majority of those crops did come off either tough or damp and then uh, producers took those crops back to the yard and either put them on our aeration or uh, grain dryers to try and bring that moisture level down for safe storage. So you expect some grade loss to snow and rain? Yes, our our producers have indicated, especially because it's been such a prolonged, I guess, delay in harvest over the past couple of weeks, that we are starting to see some bleaching, also some sprouting in swathed and even standing crop. Of course, the, the snow, for the most part, what it does is just lodge the crop. Heavy rain can do it as well, but the heavy wet snow has lodged a lot of the standing crop, and so that's just going to increase the amount of drying time needed to get that crop you know, ready for harvest. Of course, it does slow down the combine as well because you are dealing with a crop that's on the ground. And so all of, you know, the, whether it be a, you know, the straight cut headers is going to have to go a lot slower. And so as we get into October, you know, we do start to see favorable harvest conditions, usually, you know, not as, as much as we do in September. But that being said, a lot of crop does come off in October, especially in the north. The forecast doesn't look like we'll get much into double digits here in the next couple of weeks. But if we could just get sunny weather, with no rain interruptions and if the wind could maybe blow for a little bit that would definitely um, help you know with the harvest progress it isn't a situation where producers haven't been before it's not saying it it's not stressful and it's definitely wearing on some producers minds at the moment especially in the north where the yield was there because they've had very good rain conditions over the past growing for the past growing season but the quality was there as well and so as it sits out there we just start to see some downgrading that way and so hopefully here, uh, you know, in October, we can get back in the fields. And like I said, it'll be slower going, but hopefully we can get the majority in. It has happened in the past, and so hopefully it will happen this year again. So I assume topsoil moisture has, of course, improved. What's the rating, the latest rating? Yes, topsoil moisture conditions have improved, and, and I think producers in the south are definitely grateful for that, especially our livestock producers, and they have indicated that pastures and hayland is greening up, even though we're having these cool temperatures. So definitely some response there. Across the province, we're sitting at 4% surplus, 58% adequate, 32% short, and 6% very short on crop. Hay and pasture land is rated 48% adequate, 42% short, and 10% very short. What kind of production are you expecting this year? Average, below average, or above average? Uh, When it comes to yield, it sounds like things are, depending on the region, anywhere from when you look more toward the east, central, and northeast, average to above average, and then, of course, in the drier regions where not a lot of rain was received for growing season, below average for the most part, and in some cases, average. But it's variable throughout even the regions, especially this year, because producers have indicated that the rainfall was just so variable even throughout an RM or even, you know, within miles of of each other that some fields just turned out great where they weren't expecting it to because of the rain and other areas, of course, that didn't receive the timely rains or the the right amount, definitely uh, yields were definitely decreased. When do you expect harvest to wrap up? I think we're definitely going to need the month of October to get the harvest in the bin. And of course, if the weather cooperates, there can be a lot of progress in short order. Uh, Combines nowadays and with hired help and neighbours helping neighbours, you can cover a lot of ground in short order. So, But again, as we get into October, just weather conditions generally aren't as conducive to combining. We just get shorter combining days. And so I think we're going to need the month of October to get the majority in the bin. Daphne Cruz compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. She's going dairy farming full-time. We wish her all the best.
This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The Saskatchewan government has appointed Vern Palmer, a retired rural administrator, to supervise the operations of the arm of MacKillop for one year. Government Relations Minister Warren Cating says Palmer will oversee progress on recommendations from a recent inspector's report on the RM. Cating says Palmer will assist with the new utility rate bylaw for residents of Sundale, follow through on referendums for boundary changes, and complete a financial audit. Mr. Palmer's had an extensive experience as an administrator in uh, municipalities in the province and very, very competent, capable individual, uh, spent a lot of time, uh, seen a lot of things in his time as, as administrator. And pretty well what we're asking Palmer to do is provide guidance to the RM in their decision-making. Like I say, they've, you know, they're going to be facing an election coming up. They've got some questions being asked, you know, some petitions being uh, presented to them. They have to take actions on. We've asked Mr. Palmer to approve bylaws and resolutions. We've asked him to attend all the... Uh, the meetings, both regular meetings, special council meetings, committee meetings. Uh, we want him to oversee really the general operation of the RM and monitor the progress of some of the uh, concerns that were brought up in the report. And uh, he is to provide us monthly reports to the manager of advisory services, the government relations. So those are kind of the key points that we've, uh, we've asked Mr. Palmer to provide for us. Now, I understand this was to avoid a tax revolt. The key recommendations are in the release. It outlines really four key areas. Is he supposed to have these implemented, or is he just to look at these key recommendations? No, Mr. Palmer's provide guidance to the Reeve Council administrator, you know, as to how they're to approach each one of these issues as they face them. And just, you know, using his uh, his experience and his uh, background, just give them some direction as to how, give them options, some of the uh, things that they may be faced with, you know, just uh, give them some oversight really as to how they're going to deal with each of these situations as they come up. So the recommendation of following through on a referendum for proposed boundary alterations, he isn't supposed to ensure that happens or just to oversee the possibility of it? No, the referendum questions are uh, are going to be brought forward at the, uh, at the municipal election. So the... Uh, Two questions will be dis- uh, will be asked of the ratepayers: one on on the divisions and one on boundary changes. So there'll be two distinct questions that the ratepayers are going to be uh, to be asked. And the direction as to the question was actually provided by the courts. Just the petitioners brought those questions forward, and then the the court was asked to provide direction as to how those questions were to be phrased to get the the maximum benefit out of them. And you've ordered a new utility rate bylaw. Is that, of course, to avoid the possibility of a tax revolt? Well, just to provide a consistent message, you know, when it comes to uh, to utility rates, right? Just to, uh, I guess, just ease the concerns that the rate payers have going forward, uh, some of the assumptions that they're they're concerned about. It's just uh, to provide some consistency in how those utility rates are going to be brought forward. In August, Kading announced an inspection for the RM of MacKillop, about 80 kilometers northwest of Regina, following threats of a taxpayer revolt. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River.
visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading today. Canola rose $2 at 461.02. Oats gained 19 cents at 173.99. Number one red spring wheat increased $1.24 at 233.69. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $207.85. Feed barley, 187.63. Flax, $479. Yellow peas, 221.54. Feed wheat, 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is up 1.5 cents at 5.79 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. At the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the marker report for September 26th. We had a regular sale this week as your cow market is up a couple cents from last week as your heiferet sold from a dollar twenty five to a dollar thirty eight a pound d1 and d2 cows sold from 77 cents to 87 and your d3 cows sold from 65 cents to 75 your canner cows sold from 35 cents to 55 your bull market is the same as last week as your slaughter bulls sold from 96 cents to a dollar six a pound we did have some feeders here at the sale, steers over 900 pounds, average $1.66 and sold up to $1.85 a pound. 500 to 550 weight steers average $2.13 and sold up to $2.13. Now moving to over to your feeder heifers. Heifers over 900 pounds, average $1.61 and sold up to $1.71. And your heifers 500 to 550 weights average $1.86 and sold up to $1.87. For any more market information, give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 148 to 149 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head, selling a range of 150 to 152 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward. Contract prices open lower this morning. Wednesday, the Canadian dollar is down 24 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2975. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.78 cents U.S. Negotiated hog prices in the U.S. Midwest were near steady in yesterday's trade after two weeks of consistent gains that exceeded $1 U.S. 100 weight per day. With the pork carcass cutout valued at better than $8 U.S. 100 weight, packers still have strong profit incentives to seek out uncommitted supplies to maximize their production schedule. The USDA will release its latest hogs and pigs survey results this afternoon, which are expected to show market hog numbers 3.5% higher than year-ago levels. As a result, record pork production is anticipated for October to December, even if hog carcass weights have been lower than year-ago levels. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. The farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, 30%. Chance of showers, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. The high 7, the low minus 6 with frost. Wind chill minus 5 in the evening and minus 10 overnight. Friday, mainly sunny with a high of 7. Tomorrow, the low minus 4. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 7. That's 45 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.